prepare yourself for invasion. This is Indie Invasion. Hello, Invaders. This is Eric, Indie Invasion. Welcome to Thursday Night Shorts. And as you can see, Mac isn't here, but I have a special guest tonight. Say hello, Matt. Hello, Matt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Matt, not Mac. But I'm close. You're close. So, yeah, tonight I have a special guest in the hot seat. We have Matt Burns on the show. Finally got you on, Matt. Um, Matt is the writer of games like Don't Look Back, Violent Dark, um, both published by Black Sight Studios. And tonight he's filling in for Mac, and we're going to talk about something that I was hoping, Matt, that you had more experience with than me, but we're going to check out Contrast Paints tonight. Um, and he's all set and ready, but, uh, Mac usually asks me this, but Matt, what have you been working on? Man, this has been, um, been a pretty crazy week. So I'm doing, we were just talking about this a little bit before, but I'm doing real life terrain building. So I'm working <laughs> on my kitchen. Um, one to one, right? <laughs> <laughs> one to one. Um, not grim dark though, unfortunately, uh, but stripping my kitchen out and replacing it. And I've also been working on um, some of these models for Yafsiga, yes. which is another game that the Black Site currently has in their back room. So I've been painting these up. Yeah, and that's been pretty much it. If you guys haven't checked that out in the back room on Black Site Studios site, there is what one more day? It's like less yep. than twenty-four hours. Yeah, it's tomorrow. Wanna... Tomorrow evening. Yep. If you guys want to get into it now, if you don't. The nice thing is it'll be out later so you yeah. can get it to your leisure later, but uh, it looks really cool. Um, I know I've joined on the streams with you and um, I, I know what you're time. excited for. You just want grenades. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I want black powder grenades in order to throw them from the watchtower. That's what I want. Yep. Rain down <laughs> fire. I know. I know. Well, we have a couple people already in, so let's see. We have some of our regulars. Good evening, hey. Tim. Welcome in. And future boy, Alder, good morning. See, I got coffee ready for you, Alder. We always do. And then, of course, <laughs> my my second, I'm teasing him right now, my second favorite knucklehead, Spaz, is here. Hey, everybody. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so the, the crew is here. Um, we're going to be talking about, uh, just hobby stuff tonight. Uh, we're going to talk about contrast speed paint. So, uh, my experience is limited. Uh, Mac just recently, I know, got the army painter one and you said you had some experience in it. So, mm -hmm. you know, we're going to look at, I like to still call it the new hotness in painting. Cause it seems like it's still pretty yeah. popular. Um, now, I, I don't know for sure if GW started this. Um, like I mentioned, Army Painter has their own line now. But, you know, we kind of, they, they all kind of overall, I think, help you get your dudes to the table faster. Um, Absolutely. Yep. And I, I thought what we could start off with, with contrast paints is just, 
what they are. There's a lot of people that don't really quite understand what they are, what they do. Um, and I mean, I, I pulled straight from internet. I love Google. You just type it in and it tells you what it is. Magic. Magic. Exactly. Um, but contrast paints are basically a paint formulated to help assist new painters. So originally it's kind of designed for new painters um, or even those that choose to speed up the painting process. Um, and contrast paints are designed to not only base coat, but shade and highlight the miniature in a single coat, uh, most commonly used over like a light undercoat, something uh, 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 like a white gray primer. And um, basically by supplying so many steps in a single application, it can help the novice painter glaze over, you know, the technical aspects of painting uh, to basically get that same effect. Um, but just get it on the table quicker, like we mentioned. So, um, what else, what else contract paint? So, uh, they basically appear similar to wash. Cause a lot of people, that's one of the first mistakes is that, oh, is that just an overpriced wash? It's a little bit different. Um, now, you know, it, it's similar to the wash, wash or shade, but they're, they're kind of thicker, right, Matt? Um, they, yeah, you know. they are. They have the, and they have their own like special medium that they use. So you're, you're, what they recommend is that you don't use water actually mm. to, to thin them. You're supposed to stay within the, the contrast medium to help it keep that, um, like lower surface tension so that it's going where it needs so to it go. Flows. Okay. Okay. So that'd be a hard thing for me because the water is just so easy to use. I mean, it's what I'm used to. Uh, and honestly, that's how I use them. I mean, this is the original thing of when I bought uh, one of all the contrast paints. Um, I bought this bottle of the medium. I've never used it. I really? Just okay. Use, yeah, I usually just use just use water. Because as an early tip, I've I've actually seen and read what people do sometimes with the contrast paint is they'll actually thin it with either that stuff or uh, most of the time people just use water like mm -hmm. you would a wash and and just build it up with layering um now that's kind of more of that on that technical you know experienced painter you know to kind of get it to work for what they want to do specifically um but it can be done i mean that's something that's that's good to know about it um and i think the other thing that kind of stands out about the contrast paint is that it's way more pigmented than a wash meaning that the color is way stronger um, so like your, your reds are just going to be like, bam, you know, in your face. And they, so they're actually just releasing GW is going to be, I think they're, they've been previewed and I don't think they're available yet, but they have a second line of contrast paints coming out. So they're I thought adding I, I, to the range. Yeah. I thought I saw that and they might be doing away with some of their other lines. Yeah. Some uh, of their technical stuff is going to move into it. the shades or a contrast, um, like one of them, this guy came out a while ago and it's uh Tesseract Glow, which they consider a technical, but mm -hmm. it's actually moving into the contrast line. So the theory was that some of these things had maybe kind of snuck out before as kind of like feelers to see how okay. people liked them. And now they're, they're moving into the contrast thing. Um, another cool thing about the new line is they're doing uh, a lot of, single pigment 
paints this time okay. around. So to make the colors, there's not a mix of other colors. So they'll just be one pigment. They're super bright. Um, okay. They're amazing. Mm. Uh, and then when you mix them, you're not getting that. Sometimes you can mix a green with something else that ends up kind of turning purpley because there's just different pigments in there to make the colors that they're looking for. Okay. That's cool. Now Alder here chimed in and said that he usually uses normal paint medium to thin them down. Um, easy, easy enough to do. And then you can use that, that paint medium across the board too. Uh, you don't yep. have to get that specific thing. Yeah. Um, let's see what else we got here. Tyler, welcome in. Tyler is saying that he used them once before and he really liked them, but definitely new and want to try different things with it once he gets a few more colors. See, now I think that's one of the things that held me back is um, I just, I don't have enough colors to, to give them a good try to see how they work. Um, and some of that is, I'm the old painter. I don't like to change my methods. I learned a certain way and I like to stick to that way. So trying to throw in a new technique or something, it's just, it's hard for me to embrace it. And I know if I, if I had more, I'd probably be more willing to experiment with it. And I think, I think something that's really important is that, um, because GW is branding them as a specific thing, this get your guys to tabletop quality and get them onto the table really fast. That's what they were designed for and that's their marketing. Yeah. But they're, they are just another tool in your toolbox. There's so many things you can do. You can use them as washes, pin washes. You can glaze with them. They airbrush beautifully. Um, they always say to use their grays, you know, like their, their special primers for them. Yeah. But if you have models that you do um, like zenithal highlights on when you prime them, um, these these work out so well with contrast okay. paints because you're getting that high pigment on the white and then it fades into the black. So it can actually accentuate even more that shading and highlighting um, and base coat process all at okay. once. They're, they're pretty awesome. Okay, Spaz, you're making me giggle while we're trying to talk here. He said that's the way he paints, like the old man. And if you want him to change, you get, get off his lawn. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 just another tool. They've been marketed for a specific thing, but I think like anything, when people find a paint or a product, people are using it in in whatever way kind of suits their their style and their their workflow. Yeah, that, that's actually definitely a good way to look at it is it's not, there is no one way. And that's why a lot of uh, like new painters, you know, they have the little learn to paint type stuff at the local store. And a lot of, you know, first time painters think, oh, I got to do it this way. You know, they see the videos online of, you know, the pros, pro GW, you know, guys doing it. And it's like, they don't understand these guys have been doing it probably for 30 years and mm -hmm. they've tried all these different methods. And then and along that road, you know, there's different product coming out. And like you said, they're different tools. So um, you got to start somewhere and then you slowly expand and, and experiment. Right. It's about experimenting and see what works for you personally. Not really. What is this guy doing over here? I want to try and do the same thing. Oh, eventually you can do something that's like his, but you kind of want to do your own thing, I think. And these really, I think will help with that. Mm -hmm. um, and you, you don't have to get hung up on it looking, you know, golden demon like, <laughs> which sometimes that happens for people. And I think, I think 
And then going further from that, they're really great for not having to worry about being Golden Demon. And you can use just the contrast, get them on the table. But then as you start to try um, new techniques or your skills start to improve on your journey as a hobbyist, then you can go back and they're real easy to just layer on. I mean, you've already got the yeah. base coats essentially that then you can go in with other types of paint and just layer right over them and add washes and things into the into the details and you can build on them. They're like a great little foundation yeah, to build yeah. from later and get your, you know, 450,000 space Marines on the table <laughs> in a reasonable amount of time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I, I think uh, most of us here that, that watch us and stuff, it's like, it's about getting the, the guys to the table so you can play the games and mm -hmm. not spend a month to paint one regiment to add to your army, you know, and, and make it you know it's just get it table ready uh mm -hmm. just get a couple colors on there and play the game and have fun and then yeah these are flexible enough that you can go back later if you want um well like so these guys these little dudes were um done with the black and white zenithal okay. and then only contrast paint on them and they're Those just good. there to Those get on the table but I then like, like my seth for don't look back started out as a base of just contrast paint. And then I went back in with just traditional paint mm -hmm. and just layered right over it and just built it up and got some more kind of solid colors and some more defined highlights and things. Um, but it was the same process, you know, get them, get them done and then come back and revisit them later. Yep. Yeah. Like uh, Alder was saying uh, with his lack of time um, he has for painting, they really helped him achieve completing models now, the problem I usually have with completing miles, you think I would have had all these sets already, but like I said, I'm very traditional in my painting. Um, and a lot of that just from my schooling, I, I learned this traditional way of painting that when I went to model painting, you know, painting a 3D model, um, I brought a lot of those skills over to this. So it's hard for me. You get beat, it beaten in your head year after year after year in school it's hard to break out of that, but, but you got to be flexible and use different tools at your disposal. So, um, one of the other things that I think people don't under realize is that, um, contrast paints are a little bit more expensive. So when you're thinking about getting a set, you got to think about you're investing in, yep. you know, a tool. Yeah. It's going to save you time. So is that, of value to you to, to get stuff done quicker, completed and on the table. Um, I think I found generally they're roughly about 40 to 50% more in cost than your standard, uh, container of paint. Yeah. Um, and I, I, you know what, realistically though, it's like, you're not going to be buying a hundred, 200 of these things, you know, that the sets are smaller, that they're in a reasonable price range for you to even just try it. And then if you like it, well, there's more out there you can get and more coming. So you can do that slow build of, you know, a bunch of, you know, these are these paints I can do for this. Here's all my washes. Here's, you know, my glazing and all that kind of stuff. So, and I think too, if you, if you're really somebody who's interested in getting contrast paints, I think there's enough information out there where you can go and find like the five that people will really kind of recommend that you get and you don't yeah. need seven browns and eight greens and four yellows so you can get some really good 
classic colors to kind of get you through a lot of like leathers and your basic armor plates and your guns mm-hmm. and you can just keep going and you don't need all of them for sure. You definitely don't need all of them. Yeah. I even... bought the whole set when it came out Yeah, and played with it a lot. And then now at this point, there's, like I said, there's probably four or five that I really kind of gravitate towards that I pull out and use your go-to paints a lot. Yeah. 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 Um, now what's cool too, is we mentioned a lot of the GW stuff was what started it, but, uh, army painter has stuff and like alder brings up the point that army painters are a little bit cheaper um mm-hmm. so i know that's why a lot of people i think it had this resurgence of excitement for the speed paints because army painter was putting their own out and i think it they did a little bit a couple different things they put like a ball bearing in there to help you mix it up and um just saving that money a little bit uh, so i'm curious to try uh, theirs and see if I like that one over GW. I mean, you can mix them. There, there's nothing wrong with using one colored as GW and another colored Absolutely. as Army Painter. So uh, I'm going to plug them because they're amazing. But Pro Acryl makes um, a transparent series. Yes. And they are, I actually prefer these, but they only make one, two, three, four, five, eight. You know, there's only eight. There's basically like kind of your primary and secondary yeah, colors. Yeah. And that's sort the, of it. But they're the, great their transparencies remind me and it's you don't see inks anymore as much mm-hmm. uh that's mm-hmm. what they remind me of because they are so strong that i remember the first time i used the red i was just like oh my god this guy's a bloody mess i'm gonna have to thin this down a little bit yep i really i really like those they've kind of taken the spot of kind of contrast paints for me and i think they thin a little better okay with other mediums and things Okay. Uh, what's Clem? We got a couple of comments here. Uh, Clem is saying that investment in your hobby reaps major emotional and mental benefits. Yeah, I, I, I guess I could see that. Um, <laughs> you don't want to be crying over your, your minis because it's just not working or uh, maybe you're putting 10 hours into one guy. Heck and no. if you, if you're somebody who has like a, a hobby group, when I had, um, some of my friends who've moved away now, but when we used to hobby together a lot, we would sort of pull paints. And sometimes that could be a great way. Like if you're going to be going and we would only really paint at our local gaming store, that was kind mm-hmm. of just our thing. So I would buy like five paints. My buddy would buy five. Another guy would buy five. And then we would just put them into a toolbox and that can cut down on some of the cost too. If you're yeah. you know, not hobbying as frequently um, and you're hobbying with friends, then you could maybe split some of that cost up amongst other people and, pull it together yeah i remember going to a hobby store that had like a specific area set up for painters and they had um like a paint library that was just free to use use whatever color you want type of thing and that's awesome um, sometimes game stores do that you know because they want to get you in the store and painting with your buddies or you know as a group which i like doing because you can bounce ideas hey how's this look you know type of thing um so that encourages you know uh, that group hobby time. Um, so you look around at your stores to see if they have anything like that. I know Yeah, I've been seeing more of that and um, locally a lot of uh, paint classes too. And they oh, just cool. have all this stuff, you know, for the people to use. Now, I don't know if the store is kicking it in or maybe the teacher, you know, is bringing stuff. But I have, I think the last one I saw, they were using speed paints because these were, there's a lot of kids in the, the class, in the group, learning how to paint. So the speed paints were really 
nice for the kids that are just starting out that they didn't feel like, oh, I got to paint like, you know, that adult over there to make it look like that. And the speed paints give them that look of that same quality almost level that the kids felt like they didn't feel defeated. You know, they got it. They completed the whole thing for one. And they felt like it could stand up to, you know, somebody that did the traditional way. Well, and that, um, the, you know, the attention span for kids is much different. You know, they, they might yeah. not even want to put in the time to base, shade, highlight. You know, that's, that's a lot. My son, when we started playing Necromunda, used all contrast paints, did his whole Necromunda gang um, in like four or five days. And okay, you know, they were good to go. When we just started playing, it was, uh, that was really great. So they were really great for like younger hobbyists too. Yeah. Who they're, they're not going to be so concerned with the, that show quality. Look, they yeah. want to get their stuff done and on the table so they can have Absolutely. fun playing the game. Um, yeah. I remember my son was playing with the, the painting. He would just pick like two colors and the whole thing would be like bright pink and maybe a Brown or something. And I'm yep. like, oh, okay, well that works. And then as he got older, I told, I, I showed him stuff and I'm like, well, here, why don't you take this and just, put this ink on him and his details will come back. And he thought that was like the greatest thing. <laughs> we've got, we've got a lot of uh, like crazy neon tyranids running around this place from when my son was kind of getting into it. He really liked those models, pulled them out of the, the pile of opportunity and yeah. just went to town, but it was all, yeah, all pastels and neons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, since we covered uh, what contrast paints is and kind of what it does and stuff, uh, I kind of wanted to go over what we think personally of this. Um, now, I was, I, I'll have to bug Mac to see what he thinks because I know he's been using it a lot lately. He's been, dude, he's been hooked on uh, your, you know, your dark game. He, he's painting. He's been doing a lot of violent crazy. dark stuff. Yes, yes. <laughs> Um, so, but I, I think I don't have much experience with it, but I wanted to go over, is it, is it a good thing? Um, you know, just to get this done quick so you can get to the table. I think that's right. That's the main purpose of this, right? I think the, yes. And I think that they are very good for that. Um, but I think the big thing that's really unforgiving for people who are maybe just getting into the hobby, um, and are just starting their painting journey is they are actually really unforgiving because they have that transparency. If you're mm -hmm. painting like, like for the Seth, when I was doing his red shirt, if I got the red onto the Brown where his pants are and you try to put that Brown on there. Yeah. You're done. Good. I mean, <laughs> it's going to get lost in there and yeah. And you can't, it, you can't go back. That's where, see now that's, to criticize it a little bit is that that's why my old man likes the washes. The washes are a little more forgiving and even washes. People think I'm nuts of how watered down I get. And they hear that I put like 10, 15 layers of a wash on, but then they see the end result and they're like, Whoa, that looks very organic. It looks, yes. it doesn't yeah, look you get painterly. that transition. Yeah. I do such a big, long stretch of transition at it. Um, but that's just me. That's my personal way. So that's why I'm having that hard time, I think, jumping into the speed paint. Because the, the couple of times I've tried it, and now this, I tried a blue. And it's blue is kind of, 
it's an extreme color and it's a dark blue. So like a Navy blue. Yeah. I've had a couple models that it's like, yeah, I didn't thin that down enough and it just looks like a blue mess. So, yeah. yeah, I think the, just the big thing when you're working on that brush control with these to start with and you get it where, you know, a darker color where then you want to put a lighter color, even yeah. if you go back and put a base color, whatever you primed with on there, it's still going to have a patch. And that yeah. can be frustrating for you. I mean, some people, that's not as big a deal. You know, if you're really just looking to get them onto the table, have those colors kind of where they need to be. Um, but I think that they they could be frustrating for people yep. also. Well, here Tyler says one of the good, good points of this is in his very limited experience, he thinks contrast are the best to cover the entire mini. So used more for units and not individual minis. True. Yeah, you can get you know, the thing painted all the way, like in a night type of thing. Um, and I, I think that's great. That's kind of one of the things that's why I want to try them now. Granted, you know, we're using a lot of, you know, we play a lot of skirmish games, so you don't have those big giant squads. Mm -hmm. So I don't know how beneficial these will be for you, but if painting is kind of a chore to you, that's the good thing about these. Yes. Uh, just you can get them the whole mini done. You don't have to fret about it and be like, come back the next day. Oh, I got to paint his pants yet. You know, you don't have yep. to worry about that because you did that the day before. And I think they are also much better for for more detailed models. The more texture and detail there are, mm -hmm. um, there is on the model. I think the the better they are, the better the result. If you're doing things like Space Marines and lots of flat armor panels. The contrast paints and speed paints and things tend to kind of pool and you have to be very careful kind of with how you get the paint on a larger flat surface um, because then you get like that coffee staining and it can yeah. be it can be a little bit of a nightmare. But they're really great on very organic, detailed models. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Now, Spaz was saying that uh, when he paints his models in the early stage... <laughs> In the early stage, they looked like they'd been attacked by a vision-impaired child welding a paintbrush. So basically, he's talking about blocking in. Yep. Um, <laughs> but what he likes is that cleaning up as he goes along, a huge part of how he paints. Um, you know, you, you get that basic quick colors in, you know, your base coats, and then you use these to start cleaning up. And like you said, those high detail points in the model can really just absolutely pop and come alive um yep. so I, I think that's that's cool that's good for you know reason to to use these um even if you're you know you're doing that block painting that traditional way of how you've learned well this will just add to it uh it'll, it'll cut down that speed so um definitely something to look into and um I think one of the other tips that I came up with this is that uh, contrast, it, it, you got to keep in mind, it works best, I think, with the, the lighter matte primers. Um, and you kind of touched on this a little bit that, you know, you're doing maybe a primer that's brown. It's kind of easy to kind of lose that control of it. If you, it, you know, you get those colors that are too similar, mm -hmm. um, that you, you'll lose that contrast. The whole point of what these are, where it, seeps in it it doesn't even it not only does it do your shadows in your midtones but it'll do your highlights too because of just the way that it um uh, it roll you know it it i'm looking for a word and i can't come up come up with it matt <laughs> uh, 
the way it flows. There we go. The way it flows over the surface. Um, yeah. And, and, and one of the things, like if you're really into painting and that's something that you really enjoy, you could start getting into some of like the color theory behind it. And some of the mm -hmm. fun things you can do is um, how you choose to undershade, like with that zenithal highlight, you could do, instead of doing black and white, um, you could do you could do blues and yellows. And then when you put some of those contrast colors over top of that, you're going to change the color itself mm -hmm. and you can get some really neat um, effects. Like if you wanted to do um, like a cyberpunk kind of a thing and, and have some of those kind of neon shadows on the model, you can get some really cool effects using um, like the speed painting type of things over some different colored undercoats. See, that's what I, I need to look at because most of my models tend to go with browns. I just, I, everything's just brown and cloudy, I guess, in my world. <laughs> hey, that's, a, that's like a more realistic, gritty world. But yeah, yeah they're, a fun, they're a fun thing to explore with. They give you a lot of opportunities. Um, they're like a double-edged sword. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Uh, well, like you said at the beginning, I think when it comes down to contrast paints and people are debating about it, it's like you said, it's another tool that you guys can look at to put in your toolbox. Um, I, I would definitely, if you guys are somewhat interested, check out one of these starter sets they have out there, whether it's GW, Army Painter, or any of the other ones uh, that come with like your just your basic colors you know your your primary type of colors and try them out um even if you're just trying it out on you know some some cheaper models not something that you're too worried about um you know the, that you can get in the individual blisters just to experiment with and give them a try see how you like them uh don't get frustrated with them um there's plenty of videos out there that you can go and watch on Absolutely. youtube uh, whether they're pros or people just starting out with it that you can pick up some tips on. Uh, cause we just kind of touched into a little bit of it. Um, and yeah, go have fun with it and experiment. But, uh, Matt, just like that, I gotta find my little, uh, thing. Bam. Fastest 30 minutes in gaming. It's just like that. It's done. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's I thought, faster doing it than it is watching it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, I kept looking at my notes to make sure, okay, did we hit that point? Did we hit that point? <laughs> but uh, I wanted to tell you, Matt, thank you for coming on um, and just chit-chatting some gaming stuff with me. Um, if you guys are interested in what Matt is writing, make sure you check out Black Sight Studios oh, Don't Look Back, <laughs> which is my hotness right now. And Max Hotness, Violent Dark. Um, now, if you guys can't get this little ticker thing going, I'm going to put the links in the show notes that you guys can go straight to the website, check them out, uh, buy lots of stuff, have some fun. It was really cool. We've been talking about this for a while, you know, kind of getting together and chatting. Yeah. And doing this was a blast. It was really fun. Doing something and, yeah, peeking into uh, your head on contrast paints. And uh, um, I... You know, and I love having our little interaction that we have um, with everybody throwing comments at us. And um, it's one of it's the reasons really we like doing this. But, um, yeah, check that stuff out. And, guys, um, you know, that's it for this week for shorts. Uh, join us every Thursday. We do a live stream for shorts. And, um, you know, please, if you could, take time to follow, like, subscribe. 
smash that button whether you're on Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, all those places that we're posting and, you know, check out some of the other content we have if you're new to the show. And if you have any questions, feel free to drop us a line on any of the social media stuff. Send us an email, indieinvasion at gmail.com. And, uh, you know, if you like to support what we're doing, you can check us on Patreon and our favorite place, Redbubble. Yeah. We get hats, shirts, and I was teasing Mac. He just got his new shirt for indie shorts. He had it on, but he couldn't get to show it off. But could make it. Yep. I next kicked week. Him out. <laughs> I kicked the line. So you're out of here. <laughs> but that's all we have uh, this week for you guys. Next week, uh, we'll see what we're going to come up with. I'm sure it'll be interesting. But uh, Always is. while you guys are out there, I got to find my little thing to click off here. Uh, let's do this one. Uh, while you guys are out there painting and experimenting with contrast paints, prepare for an invasion. Bye, Matt. Thank you. See ya. Thanks. Bye, everybody.